I'm here to create better ways to live. And I do this by helping others live what matters most. What does that mean? So many things, really. Like holding the vision of what's possible for others, connecting people to their dreams, getting people to imagine the thing they're working toward, helping others tune into what makes them come alive. Just to name a few. Oh, and having fun along the way. This is how I carry out my purpose, but it hasn't always been this way, and that's okay. We often get hamstrung when we think there's a particular or singular manifestation of our purpose, but you can see in what I shared above that my why could be carried out in so many ways, and I find that both energizing and emboldening. I've said it before and I'll say it again. A useful equation for purpose is how do you want to grow and how do you want to give? But when you answer this question, think in terms of now, not 10 years from now. I know this sounds like an oversimplified and reductionist approach, but there's so much more behind this powerful equation related to the science of flow, growth mindsets, neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and more. If you're needing a bit more though, you're in luck because today I'm going to share a few guiding questions for you to help you unlock your purpose. And these are just a small sample of the fun and interesting approach you'll learn inside Purpose Camp. And if you haven't yet signed up for it, what are you waiting for? Okay, let's dive in. Welcome to Bullshift, the podcast for every person aged 35 to 55 who wonders, is this as good as life gets? Bullshift teaches you how to apply coaching psychology, early midlife insights, and the art and science of a meaningful life to transform this life phase into a period of creativity and growth. We spend nearly half our adult lives in some type of transition. This show is about making all that time more satisfying. My name is Megan Krause, and as a nationally board-certified well-being coach, a modern midlife maven, and the chief bullshifter. I'm delighted you're here. You might be here now because you're looking for your dream job. You're thinking about starting a second or third career. Or maybe you don't want to spend your entire life wondering, what if? Regardless of wherever you are in this moment, welcome. I've got a couple thought-provoking questions that'll help you get started, and then the rest we'll do together once you join Purpose Camp. A quick bit of guidance before we dive in. Clarity comes from action, not thought. So roll off your crate and barrel couch that's so impossibly comfortable that it sucks you in like a vortex. I know because my crate and barrel lounge couch absolutely does this to me, and you know, while you're at it, put down that pint of haagen because discovering what's calling you now to grow and give is going to require some effort on your part, but effort and fun are not mutually exclusive. Before we dive into this first question, I want to share one of the best quotes I've ever heard from a business leader, Monica Nassif. She is the founder of Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day and Caldrea Cleaning Products, and she is a hoot, in addition to being super smart and wildly successful. Okay, so she said, if you're going to eat shit, don't nibble. Now, I don't think she's the originator of this advice, but 
she's a tremendous inspiration in her own right. If you're going to eat shit, don't nibble. Is related to the first question that I want to provide, which is, which turd sandwich will you eat? Because life isn't rainbows and sunshine every day, and what you pursue will always have a cost. So what's the pain you're willing to sustain? Nothing is pleasurable or uplifting all of the time, even massages. Ever had one that's a little too weak? Yeah, me too. It's awful. When it comes to living your purpose, you're going to hit rough patches. It's inevitable. So the question becomes, what are you willing to endure? As a business owner, I've learned to handle a steady stream of failures and ridiculously long hours. As a singer, I have definitely endured my fair share of unsolicited feedback about my talent and performance, as well as rejections from auditions. Failure and rejection are the prices I'm willing to pay as I work to get entrepreneurship and singing right. So again, what flavor of turd sandwich are you wanting to eat? Because you're going to be served one at some point. And when you consider this question, you're essentially clarifying two things. You're clarifying what struggles you're willing to tolerate to get what you want. And you're willing, and you're clarifying what you'll likely be better at than other people. Okay, let's move on to the next question. And before I share it, I want to contextualize things a bit with a snapshot of seven-year-old Megan. Seven-year-old Megan would shout sing Christmas in Killarney as she walked her half-mile-long driveway in the Minnesota winter snow, by the way, (laughs) because her love of singing was irrepressible. Even when she was perplexed why her bus driver would drop her off at the end of the driveway in a blizzard. Seven-year-old Megan would squeal with delight when her parents organized her annual obstacle course for her birthday party with friends. And a side note, my parents were totally ahead of their time, and events like Tough Mudder and the Warrior Dash have nothing on Megan Krause's birthday parties in the early to mid-80s. Seven-year-old Megan would feel sad when she saw a classmate get treated unfairly. Seven-year-old Megan bawled her eyes out when her pet pig Heathcliff was sent to slaughter after the Waseca County Fair without her getting to even say goodbye. Seven-year-old Megan loved racing her brother down their gravel driveway, even though her bike didn't have brakes. Yep. Seven-year-old Megan had to wear an I talk too much sign for a day in Mrs. Wenzel's second grade class. And seven-year-old Megan shouted, where's the beef? like the iconic Wendy's grandma as a ruse to get (laughs) a laugh out of the crowd, but especially her stoic grandparents when they took her to McDonald's. Now, somewhere between my seven-year-old self and my late 30s, I lost that effervescent spark. Not because it wasn't always there, but because I was taught to hide it. The idea that I could derive and create sheer joy in most any situation, well, that was pure folly and I needed to be serious. It was as though I lacked rigor and a commitment to excellence if I was also laughing and playing and inviting others to do the same. The only exception being wedding dances or dancing in general, like that time on the Croatian island of Havar when, out of the blue, I decided to jump into the splits among my 40 fellow tripmates, mostly strangers, and to do so just for a laugh, just to, you know, 
keep things light and fun and interesting and unpredictable. Uh, the joke was on me, though, <laughs> because I did not pop right back up from the splits and was stuck in the ground until three very nice men ra raced to my aid. <laughs> but aside from the dancing, yeah, my life force was generally suppressed in favor of doing things for the reward they provided. And this transactional approach, of course, isn't unique to me. And I imagine you might recognize it within yourself, too. Am I right? Well, if so, then it's no surprise that you might be feeling stuck or stifled right now. But take heart, my friend. We all have a tendency to lose touch with what we loved as a child. And here's the even bigger plot twist. If my seven-year-old self asked my 20-year-old self, why don't you sing with abandon anymore? I'd have said, because I've learned how to sing with proper technique, or because nobody would want to hear that, or because I don't want to ruin my voice. And not only would I have been completely wrong, but that seven-year-old girl version of me would have probably started crying. That seven-year-old girl didn't care about vocal masterclass critiques or getting a rousing round of applause. She just wanted to build connection and to create joy and to play. And so now that you know a little bit about seven-year-old Megan, I want to know about you. Specifically, What's true about you today that would make your seven-year-old self cry? And when you consider this question, you're essentially clarifying two things. First, which childhood passions you lost to adulthood? And second, what activity you maybe want to revisit just for the fun of it to unlock greater self-awareness? Okay, so you now have two guiding questions to help you unlock your purpose. You can take this work deeper when you join me inside Purpose Camp, a live event happening next week. Just go to megancrowsey.com to get started, and I will see you there. Thank you for tuning into Bullshift. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to create your own Bullshift, then you need to check out megancrowsey.com forward slash Bullshift. If you haven't already, Subscribe to Bullshift on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to connect with me on Instagram at Megan underscore Krause. Let's connect next week.